The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Chulo. Today is Wednesday, February 4th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo, amateur porn performer and producer, the owner of Exclusive.com, Sean Dam. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely, man. Certainly excited to have you on. We've been chatting about doing this interview for a minute, so I'm glad that we finally got the chance to do it and to allow our listeners to get to know a bit more about you. Right, good thing. So you're finally making it happen, and uh, let's jump into this interview. And uh, I, okay. t- I typically like to start off by doing stats, so that the listeners can get to know a little bit more about the performer, because you know they haven't had the chance to get to to ever see the performer in person. So it's nice to get some stats out the way. So uh, let's get into your physical stats. What's your height and weight? Uh, six two, and I weigh approximately 178 last time I checked. Okay. What's your ethnicity? Uh, African-American. What's your zodiac sign? Uh, Pisces slash Aries. Um, Most of my life I thought I was a Pisces because it always said March the 20th. But then later on I started seeing um, books and articles saying that March the 20th started the Aries. So I say I'm a Pisces, a flying fish. Sounds good. And how old are you? Um, 43. I'll be 44 next month. That's what's up. Happy early birthday. Right, thank you. You're welcome. So let's start off the interview by getting to know a bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? Um, Watts, California. All right. Neighbors with uh, Tyrese? Actually, very much so. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I actually knew Tyrese. I, I, I met him through his brother. He had a twin brother. And I used to hang out real tough with his brother. So um, before I really knew anything about Tyrese, about when the Coca-Cola commercial was coming out, I was over at the house. And um, he was there, but he, he wasn't big yet. And like... Like instantly, like a couple of months after he started blowing up. And I was like, I was just at that dude's pad. And then they moved. <laughs> Tyrese, give him a call, damn it. Yep. yep, hit me up. Exactly. So can you share with the listeners a bit uh, about, like, you know, what life was like growing up for you? Uh, what was Sean Dam like before he was Sean Dam when he was a kid and, a, and an adolescent? 
Uh, let me see. Uh, well, I lived with my mom. She was a single parent. And we stayed on the west side of L.A., outside of Watts. So once she got her stuff together, we moved out and we stayed over on, um, like, off of Crenshaw and King Boulevard over on the west side. But every weekend, I would go back and I would go to school during the weekday. Every weekend, I would go back to Watts because that's where all my friends and everything were at. So all my, my whole life, it was kind of doing it every weekend, go to Watts and then go back to my home to go take the bus to go to school. And I was getting bused to school in the valley at that time. So I was out in Woodland Hills in um Canoga Park area. So outside of school the weekends was just like any other kid. We would me and my homies would get dressed up, you know, and um hit the mall and look for girls. That was like a everyday, all day thing. I don't know if I ever took that off my mind. And then um Instead of going towards gangs, because there's a lot of that going on around me, I was more involved in graffiti. So um, I started up a graffiti crew with some of my friends. And then eventually I got into one of the biggest crews in L.A. and started doing graffiti with them. Got a couple of graffiti jail cases and then kind of got burnt out on that for a bit. And then um, the next episode was the rapping. So me and my cousin, we started this rap group called Paraphernalia. And I don't see us not doing good except for the fact that either he went to jail for an extended amount of time or I went to jail for a, a, just some dumb little petty shit, nothing ever major. So it would kind of like fuck up shows and then fuck up studio time. And then like the last time he was in jail for like two years, so that kind of like fucked up the whole group. I tried to do the solo thing, but it just wasn't the same. So I kind of let that kind of dwindle out. And I tried to, um, once, the, once the internet started getting popular, I started educating myself, you know, and with the hopes of taking the music and building a website and, and getting it with the rap career. So I had built the website and had the music going, but it was like no money involved. Like, no, no money. I was getting a lot of, oh, that's tight, that's good. Where can I get a, a send me a free disc? Where can I download it? So I got a whole bunch of fans and stuff like that, but it was, uh, it was kind of difficult to make money. So at that point, I kind of was, like, really into watching, looking at videos and images on um, on the Internet, like, as pornography. Because I was always, always, always had this thing. I was always into women and, and like pretty much I guess you could say I was addicted to sex from phone sex to fucking when the internet came it was like wow look at all these free pictures so it was just pretty much pictures <laughs> not videos so I would like to download them and just collect them and delete them and just and I had this old dusty laptop that was just like so slow but it was like full of pornographic pictures one of my favorite ones was uh, what was the name uh, I can't remember uh, I can't remember right now uh, it was an Italian girl. I forgot her name. She had dark hair, big tits, big lips. I cannot remember her name right now. I got over her. That's why. But um, <laughs> So once I realized, I put two and two together, I'm like, well, shit, people are starting to pay for porn on the internet. So I was like, maybe I should just like hold up with the music. So then that's when I was like, okay, let me go grab a video camera. So that was my next step. I went and got me a video camera. 
Um, am I going too far with this question? Cause I'm no, like you're good. You're good. I'm loving okay. the story. So, so I, I got myself a video camera, and I want to say I, I got a couple baby mamas. I use one of my baby mamas for a couple of my videos, and and I just had a collection of videos with her. So at this point, I was like, you know what? All these videos, I was like, I, I seriously said to myself, how do these people get these videos out here for sale? So I just took to the <laughs> excuse me, I took to the internet and I started actually emailing the companies. Mm-hmm. Every site that I found, I started emailing them, like, hey, you know, what's up? I got some videos. How can I get them on the site? I did just just asking a bunch of questions, just like month after month, I would do that. Every time I found a place that I feel like, oh, my videos would go cool here, I would email. Uh, no responses. So then, um, some point in there, I was I started DJing a strip club a, a little bit before I did mention maybe a couple of years before all this happened. So at this point, I was DJing at the strip club. Um, still had the collection of videos with my baby mama. And then I had found a, a couple of other girls that were interested in shooting. So I made a couple of other videos, just real super amateur, low light like terrible um and then the next i remember i took a trip to vegas and then uh i met this couple out there that were into shooting videos and it was a husband and wife couple it was the first time i ever experienced something like that like i never it was unheard of to me so i met this couple they were a married couple and the, and the husband wanted to film me for i guess they had a website for for his wife's um, Southern Charms. That's what she had. Mm-hmm. It was a Southern Charms website. And um, I was like, cool. So it was a content exchange. So we shot the video. They gave me a copy. And then, and they took their copy. Um, I came back. I didn't know what to do with it. I just put it, you know, I encoded it on my computer. I had started taking web design classes, video editing classes. So I had some, some sort of basic HTML skills when I was trying to put the wrap um, website up so back then it was kind of hard to put video on a web page there was no SLVs and mp4s it was just like mobs these big heavy files so they weren't really streaming you could kind of like just download them and watch them so I, I set up something like that never got any billing hooked up to it but i did kind of get it to function kind of with like four videos i thought i was the shit i was like oh yeah i got my porn site going on but of course it was all wrong um, because still was continuing my search to find somebody to buy my videos. And then I ran into the best thing ever was Clips for Sale. I got to get them a plug. I love Clips for Sale. My number in my store on Clips for Sale is clipsforsale.com 3003. And I always joke when I go to the convention with them and tell them, like, like what number are you guys on now? And they're like, right now they're on 80,000 something. So that just kind of shows you how long I've been in the Clips and Sell game. Because I was like four-digit number, and now they're on five-digit numbers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Almost to almost to 100,000. So, and there's a big flourishing company, and I make a lot of money with them. So that, oh, let me tell you a story, okay. So this is how this happened. I sent the video that I shot in Vegas with a couple to Clips and Sell. I did everything, but at this time, right now, you need to have 10 clips to get started. Back then, you just need to have one. So I sent that one clip, 
and it was fifty dollars for the clip. No, I'm sorry, was it? No, it was five dollars for the clip because it was really short. The one I uploaded, and um, and then I didn't think nothing of of it. I just kind of forgot about it. It was like whatever. And then sometimes I think I got like what you call it. I always say ESPN, ES, uh, e, tele, you know when you like visualize ESP. it in your head. Yeah, ESP, that's it, or ESPN. I call it. Um, I got ESPN too. And um, I think we all do if you have cable. <laughs> right, ESPN one and two. Um, so one day I came back home to my apartment in Long Beach. I walked down the hall past my mailbox. I went to my little riggedy door, and I was like, not, I wonder if it's a check in the mailbox. I told myself, I bet it's a check in the mailbox from Christmas sale. And this is, I just that day, I just thought of it. Like, you know, like, I had forgot about the clip, never thought about it again. About three, four months later, I was like, there's a check in the mail. I walk over to my mailbox. I put the key. It's one envelope inside the mailbox. And guess what it was? A check. It was a, a check from Clinton Sale. It was $50. And that's $50. That's what I'm saying. It was, so I sold the clip 10 times. It was 5 bucks. Well, something like that because they take their cut out. I don't remember exactly. But I know the check was 50 bucks, Like my minimum payout. <laughs> and I was like, like you would have thought I won the lottery. Because the most amazing thing to me that finally I found something that I could do that's not illegal. And it seems like it's illegal. It, it's fun. I can enjoy it and actually do this work mm-hmm. and make money from it without reporting to anybody. And I was like, okay, this is what I want. At that point, in that time, this is when I said, this is what I want to pursue. This is what I want to do. I just got a check in the mail. And, and it's all from that video. So after that, I started looking at the content I had and I was like, okay, I need to start, you know, finding some more. I started looking for girls. So I found one girl I shot. She had already did porn before. And, um, her name was Minnie Pipes. So young black porn actress. She was a little cutie and she was really cool with me. She would like hook me up. I, I would, I would pair the shoe, but she wouldn't charge me a whole bunch. So I ended up having a whole bunch of videos of, of her I put her videos up on Clips for Sale and they didn't do as good as the interracial one with the guy's wife mm-hmm. and then I started to learn okay the, the difference between regular porn and fetish porn it's like oh okay so more people want to see this because it's a little bit taboo out of the ordinary but I still have her videos too so this is where the good good part comes in so I'm still on my grind, sending these emails out, trying to find someone that would take, you know, take my videos and put them on their site. And lo and behold, booyah, I met Splat, Splatman from Canada. Um, he owns Triple X, what was it? Uh, uh, shit. Triple uh, X Home Video. Triple X Home Video. That was a, his site. Back then, he had just had that one site. So I got his info. I sent him an email. And then I sent him a sample of the video. And he was like, I love it. And what he did was he was a person that bought videos from people like me who set their camera on a tripod and had sex in front of it. He was one of the biggest dudes in amateur porn back then. 
So he bought the um, the video of many times. He called her April. And that was always the name that he always called her. He bought multiple videos of me and her. And here's the thing about that. For a 15-minute video, I think I was getting $400. Wow. For a 15-minute video. Right. So I sold him the first one. He was like, I'll give you 400 Sometimes it was four, five, or 600 And then as long as it's 15 it depends on the light. The first one was four because I didn't have a good camera. But then I got a little bit of better camera. So then at that, after a month later, he was like, okay, well, how many can you take? He would take four videos from. So I was making 1200 like 1200 to $1,500 I mean, a month mm-hmm. from sending him videos. So after a while, I mean, he would use the same girl. So we shot for like three or four months sending him videos with her. And after a while, he, he was like, okay, we got to slow down with her. So he kind of put me on pause. And then I would, you know, start looking for other girls. And then I would hit him up. Hey, I got this girl. He was like, okay, she's cool. I'll buy three videos, three or four videos from her. So he would do that. And then <laughs> I guess I was like taking all his money up and the site started to be all about me. So he told me, I'm going to have to do you every other month. So I was like, okay, that's still cool. So then, <clears throat> then I had this big plan to move to Las Vegas. I'm still out here in Los Angeles. Because, you know, I feel in Vegas, it's a little bit um, less populated than than Los Angeles. And I can probably find more girls that would be willing to shoot for prices I can afford. So I went out to Vegas, kind of fucked everything up because I didn't know anybody. You know, I had a couple of friends, but nobody was doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of screwed me up. So I couldn't really find too many people to shoot. But I, eventually, I ended up getting some of my best my best sellers like Holly, she's from Vegas. Um, and she was like one of the, the first, I think the, the first white chicks I actually shot myself outside of the couple. And I got a bunch of videos. I have a, even a site put up for her. And to this day, her videos still, still do really well, even though they're old. And people, it's just, a, I guess just the look that she has that people fall in love with. So, yeah, so I got that all done. And I moved to Vegas. And when I moved to Vegas, I had a, what, it was a, I think about almost three grand that he had bought for me. And I was waiting for the check. And he, I had him mail it to the place in Vegas, you know, before I moved there. And, man, it was all bad because I was the only money I had coming in. And the check didn't come for, like, three weeks extra. So he canceled that and sent me another one. And then I started my life in Vegas. So, I started shooting out there. I met um, another guy, Rick Spindall. He was out in Vegas. And um, that, that's a whole other story within itself, but I won't go there. <laughs> and I started shooting camera work for him. So that kind of got my foot in the door with the, with the shoots and shooting for Rick. So um, once I shot with him, um, oh, now, then out in Vegas, I started working for a content company. So I was managing an office in Vegas doing um, uh, video encoding. And we were we were like a third party in between the production companies and the webmasters. So the webmasters were looking for content. They would come to us, and we would get it from the production companies and give it to them and license it, license it to them so they can use it on uh, websites. And that's when I found out, too, that all the websites don't produce their own content. 
So, um, yeah, that's pretty like a, a, a squashed up version of how I kind of got started in the game. I like it, man. Very good story. Very interesting story. So, in total, how long have you been doing adult work? You want to say, can I start with the baby mama? Or can I start with me jerking off on the, <laughs> with, the, with the photos on the webcam on the, on the laptop? Or where do we start at? When I would say when camera? you did the first scene. Okay, um... We're talking about probably 2005, right around 2005, 2006. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Maybe 2006, 2006. Okay, so about eight, nine years in the game. 2006? That, my math is fucked up, but that's not about it. Wait, 2006? Yeah, that's about, yeah, about eight, nine years, depending on, like, when. Yeah. Yeah. All right, interesting. So, how did you come up with your porn name? Um, well, first I had another name. It was um, Miles Long, and then everybody was like, "Somebody already has that name. Somebody has that name." And I was like, "I don't care." But but then I like kind of got to me, so I was like, "All right, so let me switch it." Well, I mean, my real name is Sean, so I came up with Sean Dam because. I will hear that a lot, like in good ways and bad ways. Like Sean Dam, like Sean Dam, like so. I was like, okay. So then I kind of rounded it all off. The whole name is Sean Dam. People pronounce it Sean Dam, but I smacked it because that's how it's spelled. But how I pronounce it is Sean Dam, from Smack a Bitch, but that's not how it's spelled. But I kind of did that on purpose. So it was kind of me, like, word playing and kind of getting it off of kind of Van Damme, Sean Damme, and just a, a combination of a whole bunch of shit. Because I tell the name of some people, and they're like, wow, that's Irish, Jewish, Italian, and Polish. And, like, yeah, I did that. And a little Russian in it. So, yeah, that's how I came up with it. Okay, cool. I like it. When did you add the second part to it? The Bond Smackin' Bitch? Yeah. That was actually when I was working in the office with it. Was, it was another guy that used to work with me when I was working with the content company. His name was Jeff. And we would go back and forth. And then um, I think I just, it just like popped in my head. I smoke a lot of weed. I get a lot of creative ideas from that. So it could have been that, but I don't know exactly how I came up with the Bond Smackin' Bitch part. Because it's, um, yeah, I have no idea how I came up with that part, but I stuck with it. <clears throat> I needed to think, figure out something because I didn't want to go back in there like, oh, somebody has that name already. So I'm like, I'm going to make sure of that this time because I made that shit all up. All right, man. I like it. I approve. Uh, when you're doing a scene, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most when you're on, on a set? Well, here, here's the crazy part about it. When I started shooting, I, I realized that videotaping and having sex at the same time was a really big turnoff for me. Just that alone was like a big turnoff. If I had the camera, if the camera was on, it was like, yeah, like, I guess I'm weird because of that, but I don't know. But that was it. It was like, if the camera was on, I'm on. You know, and what was the second part of that question? 
What's well? What's the turn on? And what's the turn off? Turn off was too hot. Okay. Yeah, sometimes like when I've been on set before, like AC don't work. So in the in the break time, they can't put the AC on. So it's really really hot, especially with the lights. Yeah, that that kind of gets me right there when it's hot. That's a turn off. But other than that, mm, it's outside of hygiene. Other than that, everything's good. Okay, cool. I want to break a scene down with you. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most? Oral, vag, or anal? It all depends on who is the female model. That really is hard to say. I mean, if if I had the perfect of every one and I had to pick, I would say definitely not anal. That's not my favorite. Um, kind of tough. Time of the day. Can we get to the time of the day? Morning time? <laughs> sure. Morning time? I like to roll over it and hit it doggy style. No head eat it. So I guess, I don't know. I guess I'll save a badge though. Okay, cool. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position, and does that differ from uh, your favorite position when you're not doing a scene? Nope. It's a girl on top. Um, cowgirl. And, of course, how the scene ends. In a scene, where's your favorite place to shoot your load? Green pie. Okay. Does that make you sound lazy? <laughs> it makes you sound nasty. Yeah, does it? I think it's because I'm lazy. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. For those out there that are tuning in, and maybe they've never had the chance to see any of your scenes before, how would you describe your fuck style for them? Um, not. I, I get spoken. What it is, not not what it not is. Well, let me tell you what it not is. It's not the 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 just straight up jump in and kill it like super fast pounding action. It's more slow and getting it into the you know getting everything ready and then maybe a little bit faster at the end, but never like a hard hard slamming like oh my gosh you reach because I don't really have to do all that because once I slide it in slow, bitches is reaching for the edge of the bed already. All right now. What I what I get a deep doggy style is over. That's the killer point right there. There you go. Sean Dam knows what he's talking about. I want to talk a bit about your website. You currently are the owner of Exclusive.com, and that's E-X-Screw-Siv.com. And I know that you're going to be releasing a new website soon as well, but I want to focus on Exclusive.com. How did you come up with that name, and what can the listeners expect from that site? Okay. It's a good one, because I remember exactly how I came up with it. I was in a web design class, and 
there was another guy in the class. He was real cool with me, a lot smarter than everybody. So he was real good at web design. And I told him what I did, and he was cool with it. And then I was like, I need help with designing a website. And he was like, all right, cool. And then he was like, well, we got to think of a name. And at this time, did I have Sean down? I don't think so. At this time, I didn't have Sean down yet. It was still, it was still uh, miles long. And um, he, what, I, what, I, what I, I said something to him on the phone, and I was like, when he was designing the website, I told him something about exclusive videos. And he was like, exclusive? And I was like, no, exclusive. And he was like, oh. And I was like, wait a minute, exclusive? That sounds tight. Because <clears throat> to me, it's a combination of exclusive, meaning you can only get it here with the word screw in it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of means exclusive section, pretty much. I so like it. I stuck with it. Exclusive. So I heard so good. That's the little slogan I threw it. I like it. It certainly worked for you, man. And uh, can you share with the listeners a bit about this new website that you're going to be coming out with? All right, new website, the Sean Dam, XXX, com, And basically, I'm going to start off with some of my picks from exclusive site on there and a lot of new stuff that I'll be shooting for Sean Dam, which will also go on to exclusive also, but not everything. Some of it will stay exclusive just to Sean Dam, com, And it's basically going to be how I started out. Oh, you know what? I forgot something too. Just to rewind a second. The guy Uh in Canada that I mentioned that was buying the content from me, we eventually made a deal and set up SeanDam.com. It's still up to this day. It has a lot of my old videos on there. I'm a partner with him to this day on that site. And that's Sean Dam, S-H-A-U-N-D-A-M.com. It has Holly's first video when she was 18 on it. A lot of the girls I shot first videos on there. I had dreadlocks on um, a lot of the videos. I mean, for amateur stuff, I still go back and look at it, even though it was shot with FD and not that clear. It's a real good video. So... I, I still continue to shoot for him every now and then. So, yes, I throw that in there. But now back to Shondown Triple X. It's going to be pretty much the same as Shondown.com was, just continuing on that the adventures of Shondown and me and my camera and the girls outside of um, making it more of like a, a more gonzo instead of being a, a scripted type more, where I'm turning exclusive more towards a scripted type. So I have like other actors and females. I got a feature that I'm writing right now. Hopefully I'll be able to shoot it by the end of the year. But Shondam will be full of great POVs, uh, fresh new faces. That's what I'm focusing on. And I'm not talking about faces that are already in the street. Faces that I like to find girls that haven't done porn at all. You didn't even know they wanted to do it. And I ask them and they say, maybe. And then they say, okay. That's when I'll win. I like that. Now, I want to talk a bit about the girls that you have done scenes with. Out of all of the women that you've done scenes with, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? I do, before I give you the floor to give your answers, I want to say I love seeing you with Felicio Master. I was going to say her, too. 
<laughs> okay, but I just wanted to say that I love seeing you with Felicia Master. I think you two are incredible in scenes together. But to, out of all of the women that you've been with in scenes, who have been some of your favorites? Did she pay you to say that? No, she didn't. She didn't pay. <laughs> me. Okay, shout out to yeah, Felicia yeah. Master, though. Shout out to shout out to the Felicia. Gotta give a shout out to Felicia Master. Um, give me like ten seconds of silence so I can run that through my brain real quick mm-hmm. and see what you said. What's my first? my favorite. Who have been some of your favorite? most favorite performers to work with? Um, well, Felicia Master. We already got that out there. She's great. Her videos sell real well. So she, that, but money is my motivation. So her videos sell real well all the time. So that's always good for me. And she could take a pounding. I know you got uh, access to the site. So you saw some of her videos. Uh, Anal Power Driver, um, Deep Throat. She She could take a pounding in any hole. Any of them. And I have been in all of them. Yes, except for the ears. Um, I think I might have hit the ear one time. Maybe. Oh, right now. Um, her, definitely. Um, uh, another one really good to shoot with was Cashley. She was good to shoot with, too. She stopped working. But, yeah, that was a good one. Um, and Holly, of course. Holly and Sunshine. So I got kind of a mix there. A couple white girls, a couple black ones. Shayla Banks. Shayla Banks, Sunshine, Hada, Salacio, Master. Um, those are like some of the good ones I had on the site that I enjoy. Um, Mini Pipes, too. That was like one of the first ones. We always had good things. And all of her site, I don't have any on the Down Triple X or exclusive, but all those scenes are on shondown.com. Okay. Awesome. Are there any performers out there that you haven't worked with yet that you're looking forward to working with in the future? Mm, I mean, not really. I don't have any specific names. I sure would like to work with some of those Japanese chicks. Um, any of them. But as for not really, because I'm more into like no names, no name hurt faces. My, my next favorite performer is going to be the 7-Eleven worker. Okay. At the cash register, you know, watch out. That's now. Who I'm looking forward to working with. Right. The bus driver, you know, those are the ones I'm looking out for. But if, if I did have to say a name, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, I fucking forgot her name. Ah, uh, damn it, she's on my Facebook, the little redhead chick. Uh, I, I want to say it's Tanner. I don't remember. Does that sound familiar? Yes. I'm really bad with names. Does that sound familiar? I think that's the one. She's like a really skinny chick. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I think that's the one, if I'm not mistaken. I have to go back and check that out, but I should start remembering names. Huh? I don't even remember faces, but if she was bent over in the doggy composition, I would remember. I believe it. Somehow, I believe you yeah. with that, <laughs> Mr. ESPN, too. Yes. 
What has been one of the funniest things to ever happen to you when you've been shooting? Okay. So that's on, um, it's actually on the spread the news video with Sunshine. We were like doing a sex scene on a stool. <laughs> and she had her heels on. And like, I think it was, it went from doggy style to the cum shot. So I had her by the hair. And I like grabbed her to turn her around for a facial. And she like does one of those, um, you know, in the cartoons where you go, whoop, 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 bam. <laughs> that, like, slip, 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 slip. Yes. It's like, but the thing is, she was so cool with it. Like, she still kept her head and her mouth open. So, it, that all that all of that is on the site. On, um, it's on Exclusive, and it's going to be on Shondown Triple X. The scene is called Spread the News. And that was, that was hella hilarious to me. That was, like, the funniest thing ever. Now, from the funny to the embarrassing, has anything embarrassing ever happened to you when you've been filming? Um, I'm going to go ahead and be honest with it. Yep. Hell yeah. This AVN, I went to go shoot with Claudia Marie, and I had penile dysfunction. My fucking dick wouldn't get hard. Uh-oh. Yeah. It was all bad, bro. And I, I know why, though. Because the night before, I had way too much to drink. And I think that, that those two combinations did not work out for me. Because it hasn't happened to me before. Like, ever in life. So, that was really embarrassing. And I didn't know what to say. I was just like, dude, I, we have to throw in the on this one. And then uh, I catch you on a rebound. But, you know, but I, I ain't ashamed to bring it out. Yeah, shit happens. That's you very know. true, yeah. It's, I, I love yeah. the honesty. <laughs> Yeah, I'm human. I'm not. I'm not super dick. You know, dun, 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 just, dun. just pretty dicks. <laughs> just pretty dicks. Not super dicks. Yeah, oh, okay. Shit happens. So, what ends up happening when you just can't get it up? Like, do you have to go in and pop a pill or something? Does the scene completely get canceled and rescheduled? Well, for that situation, like I said, that's the only time it ever happened to me. So. We pretty much, we, we got to reschedule it. Okay. Yeah, it was all bad. It was like, yeah, we got to reschedule it. I mean, there's nothing you can do unless you're going to put it up and be like, look at Sean Downs, man, fucking noodle. Exactly. Like, like, hanging and not working, like, right? Like, nobody wants to see that. Exactly. You no, know, that's very true. I want to I let my fans know I'm, I'm just human just like them, so it, it could have been a liquor. It could have been, I don't know what the fuck, but it wasn't Claudia Marie. Not at all. It was not her, not one bit. Like, she's super hot to me. And actually, throwing that, like, favorites to work with, she's one of the favorites. All of her, the scenes I shot with her, they're on paid shoots, but they're on her site. I got, like, one anal, a uh, couple, and two other reg regular badges. This would have been the fourth one. Okay. That's what's up, man. What's the craziest thing you've done in a scene. It would probably have to be mini pipes. Back when I was selling content to Slat, um, he wanted, he started getting particular about what he wanted, so he needed outdoor. I live in LA, so I'm like, well, shit, I don't really like, so we, my big idea, I remember going to this hiking place, you know, I'm not gonna say where it is, but it's somewhere deep, deep, deep out here. And um, 
And I remember it being real desolate and everything when I went. So we drove like an hour to get there, an hour and a half. When we got there, with was a million fucking people everywhere. But me being the president, I don't lie, I didn't drive all the way out there for nothing. So we walked until we could find us a, a we walked down into a wash and it had like, like it was like some kind of creek that just dried up. So there's still like gnats flying all around. That's a funny video too, because you could see many pipes like sucking dick and swatting gnats at the same time. <laughs> but at the same time in the video, you can hear people walking by. Nobody saw us, but I think that was like the craziest right there. Very interesting. All right. And it was a good video too, actually. Absolutely. Obviously, you're shooting your own content and whatnot. So, are you the only person, the only other person that's there? Like, are you the one that's controlling the camera? Do you have somebody there that's sort of like your cameraman? Or are you the one that's pretty much there, uh, you know, setting it up before the shot and whatnot? 90% of the time, yes. I'm the, I'm the one that's doing the lighting the tripod action, holding the camera. But um, in the last year and a half, I started using the cameraman on some things, not everything. Maybe like on about maybe three three video scenes, I started doing that. And I, I used somebody that I know for a while and he started taking film. So I was able to kind of mold him and show him how I want to be shot. So yes, to answer your question, yes, I, I have started using a camera person, but I say like most of the time it's just me, 90%. And for the future, shondown.com, I think I'm going to keep it just me, but for videos for exclusives, I'm not always going to be in the video, so I'll be able to do more directing and be more in control of the visuals, you know, outside of just setting the camera up and predicting that is correct very cool good stuff man sounds good i'm, I'm glad that uh, you're growing and things are heading in in a great direction so since you're the one that's basically in charge of, of the filming and whatnot i'm assuming that you have to watch your own scenes because you do you edit and produce all the content oh yeah okay yep edit and produce them make the box covers the promotional material everything I, I educated myself at Santa Monica College and at um what school is in Vegas uh uh CSN in Vegas video classes audio engineering classes web design classes like everything I needed to know I just went to school because I would ask people and they, they didn't want to give the info up so I okay. became the one with the info very cool. Good stuff, man. So in the beginning, was it difficult having to see yourself fucking, you know, as you're editing and producing everything? Or was it something that was very easy for you to get used to seeing? I mean, yeah, it was kind of difficult because like every fucking five minutes I had to stop and jerk off because the scenes were so hot. So it kind of like fucked me up on time. But eventually I got it done. Out of all of the shoots that you've done, what has been one of your most memorable shoots? A shoot that, you know, you're like, wow, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe it turned out so well. Um, maybe my latest one. Well, it's not the latest, but my latest sort of scripted type of deal. It's called, um, it's okay, you're just my stepdad. 
And that's with uh, Alicia Adams. But that that's a really, really hot video. I took a lot of time in thinking that out and putting that together. Okay, interesting. Okay, tell us a little bit about it. The scene? Uh-huh. Um, okay, well, the whole scenario, the scene starts off with... Um, I'm sitting there playing video games and Alicia is there trying to get my attention. Um, and we're discussing and she's like, well, why are you playing video games anyway? And I, and I tell her, well, these were your dads. You know, I found them in his tool shed. And then she like argues like, those are mine. And look at my new shoes. You like my new shoes? And I'm like ignoring her. So while I'm playing the game, she starts to peel her clothes off with me not paying attention. Once she found her thong, I turned around and her ass was in my face. And I'm like, hey, where'd your clothes go? And then she's like, they're right here. And she's really trying to talk me into, like, doing something that I shouldn't be doing. And her mom is at the grocery store. Should I keep going or should I leave something for them to watch? Yeah, leave something for them to watch. Interesting concept, yeah, man. So, yeah, so her mom's at the grocery store. And she's trying to get me to do the, do the oh, no, I shouldn't do this. You know, we already know how that don't turn out. But you got well, oh, well, actually, you don't know what happens at the end because it's like a two part, a two parter. So she goes for uh, I don't know if I should talk anymore about that. Maybe you shouldn't. Let's let's leave it a okay. little bit of a I'll, surprise. I'll, but it sounds like a great. Have season. you watched it yet? No, I haven't. Oh, you gotta watch that one. Okay, I have to peep it out on the site exclusive.com. Yeah, but as for exclusive.com. The, the scenes on that side are going to be up for like one more week and um, I'm switching everything over okay so just just if anybody listening right now don't go rush on joinexclusive.com better yet join Sean Down Triple X because this Friday I'll, I'll be launching and um and everybody can go jump on all the scenes will be up and also another thing uh, which I didn't have on any of my other sites this site is uh, has a live webcam so I'll be doing live webcam shows also. So I'll be having a model come in when I schedule a show. There'll be another girl there. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. Am I going to say, oh, this certain girl's going to be here? Or I'm just going to say, come and I'm surprised. Yes, I think that will be, be a little bit better. Absolutely. Just in case, you know, yeah. shit happens sometimes. And I don't want to just be there by myself. Got to go get one of those plastic little dolls. <laughs> Can't have that. Have to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, you no know what? Gonna, people would pay it, pay to see that. Some right? people will. Yeah. You think so? I think so. If you make it entertaining enough, and if it looks good, I think they would. I mean, I never saw nobody have sex with a plastic blow power. Not like I would want to, but that would probably be interesting. There's for, an audience for, for everyone and everything. True. True. Maybe I'll do that. There you go. Or at least a threesome. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. There you go. With two plastic blow balls? Well, no. One real and one blow up. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I would say. I don't know. Go do it before someone steals the idea. No, let me stop. It's all good because, you know, I went to X-Biz, um, uh, X-Biz 360, the convention they had out here mm -hmm. in um, Beverly yeah. Hills um, in January, and I sat on a video panel, and uh, I, I listened, like, with wide open ears and one thing that I really got was don't jump on the train or the bandwagon of an idea more about 
But if you are doing that idea, you have to be innovative and creative with it. So if I put that idea out there and somebody wants to do it, they can go ahead and do it. I'm still going to do it, though. So if they do it, they kind of do it more innovative and creative than I do it. E-competition, you know? Mm-hmm. I like that. So now it's time for the big question. The question I'm sure a lot of your hardcore fans are dying to know. How much what is Sean Dam packing? Packing? Officially, nine and a half and six and a half wide. Okay. That's official. Cool. Did you always know that you were packing something special? Because obviously you've got the length and you've got the girth. Well, I didn't know until... I mean, well, shit. I guess. I mean, I never really had... I was walking around comparing it. I had to wait till I started, like, having sex with girls. And they were like, oh, yeah, shit. And they will always be return customers, so... But really, I mean, I always wondered what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't, in the beginning, I guess I didn't know that until after a while I figured it out from them telling me, like, damn, your dick is big. And I'm like, really? I thought it was just average most of the time. But then once they started telling me, I think it got to my head. I even had a couple of his girlfriends tell me that I should start doing porn. Wow, man. So what's usually the, I guess, the initial reaction that people uh, give it once you whip it out? Um, you know, the normal, like, uh, or a big smile, like, yeah. You know, it all depends on, on who the girl is. <laughs> we got some good reactions on, on some of those videos. I got, I got one with um, this one black chick. Maya, the video doesn't do that well. I thought it did. It's a common scene, and but her reaction when she sees my dick and and she like starts off with a hand job, she's like so like like uh, I can't she can't talk. She's like she don't, <laughs> she lost the words type deal. So and that was real. So that was cool. Okay, and. Uh... I think something that's pretty evident in your scenes are the pop shots. I mean, you usually have a very impressive pop shot at the end of every scene. So, for you, you know, is that something that comes naturally? Do you do anything in particular to make sure that you have that good pop shot, that you maintain a consistent load in each scene? That's just, that just comes naturally. Literally, that just comes. Yeah, naturally. a lot of times when I shoot, like if I if I hire a model, we shoot for a couple hours, and we'll do like two, like a blow job, and then a sex scene, and then if they still want to shoot a little more, we can. I, I can go at least five or six times. Mm-hmm. So, okay, and each and time it's a good load, or is does it like diminish? I'll say the first four. Okay. The first four, but then it starts being average. Okay. Which is, I guess, your average is just normal for everybody else. No. <laughs> I think so. All right. So you mentioned that uh, that one of the scenes that you've done it was with the condom, and you've done also condom-less scenes. How do you decide what type of scene you're going to be doing? Is it all based on 
the female talent? Do they choose? Do you choose? Is it based on, you know, if they yeah, have the, a, a the, recent it, test or whatnot? It's always you only shoot with tested talent. And it's usually their their, their choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, um, a lot of girls that are new, and even though they have a test, they still want to shoot with Kano because they don't, you know. So that that really, but to me, it's like Kano or not, I can still get a good scene out of it. Okay, that was actually my next question. You know, if condoms at all uh, inhibited you in any bit during a scene, doing a scene? Nah. Nah, never. I mean, it, it, like everybody knows, it feels better without, but with or without, it still works the same. Okay. Cool. So right now I want to switch I, it. Uh-huh, go I ahead. No, continue. I see too that I see I forgot where I was on what site but they had a niche and it was condoms mm-hmm. so now I'm thinking well maybe people are starting to be into things with condoms mm-hmm. you know that might start to be a fetish because and then, and then I think it all depends on how you do you know the comp shot uh-huh. You know, yeah. with the condom, is it in the condom? I mean, I've seen scenes where dudes shoot with condoms and girls drink the cum out the condom and like all kinds of crazy shit. So, yeah, I've seen that too. So it might, that might be a new niche. It could be. Yeah, that's very true. I never thought of it that way. But that's true, yeah. So at this point in the interview, I want to switch up the tone a little bit, and I want to ask you just a couple of uh, more serious questions about some of the serious issues in the industry. And first up, I want to talk a bit about family. Does your family know about uh, what you do? And if so, how do they feel about it? Um, yeah, they know. And as for feelings, um, nobody really speaks on it too much. I mean, just like my mom, and she she like asked me one time. I think I had told um, I told my son's mom, you know, and like seemed like right after I told her, she called my mom and told my mom. And then my mom called me, and then she asked me, and when she asked me, I told her yes. And then she asked me a couple more questions. I said yes, and then she never asked me anything else about it. After I told her yes, but she doesn't really bring it up. Once she brought it up, it was kind of weird because she was like, um, "She was like, how does somebody get into something like that?" And I'm like, "What the fuck are you asking me? Like <laughs> seriously, like?" But then now my mom, she was feeling master's degree. I think maybe one of her friends or something. But I didn't even go any further into the conversation. It was just like that. But as for them bring it up or same thing my, my young I have like kids so my young kids don't know but like my oldest does mm-hmm. and he thinks it's the coolest shit in the world yeah <laughs> yeah he wants, He's to, like, oh, wants to follow in your footstep, footsteps nah he, he he's on a whole nother thing um but he was 16 when I told him and then the first thing he asked me you would never. I, I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" She was like, "You know Sarah J." Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, wow. I was like, how do you know Sarah J? So, yeah, he's already been dabbling his fingers into the internet part. But I, I think it's best that I let them know. Once once my kids get the right age, I'll let them all know. Just so in case they're like searching porn, they don't want to click on their daddy. That'd be some fucked up shit. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so as a, a family, I mean, my cousins and everybody else is like, they love it. My little cousins, they found out they love it. All their friends, they tell all their friends. They're like, you know, these people have a bunch of questions. Like, they're more like fans, almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there an aspect of the business that you don't enjoy? Mm, maybe the the prejudice, prejudice, prejudiceness. Yes. The prejudiceness. Just for the simple fact that interracial sales and and it's a known fact that some agents and they will get these white models and put in their contracts that they can't shoot with black no talent. And that's crazy to me. Like, I don't understand why would they do something like that. It's like, well, it is, I don't know. So that that's kind of fucked up. And it doesn't go the other way. Like, nobody's telling all the black chicks, you know, don't shoot with white dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because then you won't have no fucking work. So, yeah, just the prejudice part. That's everybody. Everybody should be fair and equal. Just make money. Because the people who are buying it, like... Like, I don't know. Like, you don't know who has these fetishes, like couple fetishes and people who watch interracial porn. Uh, I mean, you, it could be people, because I know that people who have certain fetishes, it's usually something in their life that they're totally against sometimes, not all the time. But, you know, like, um, like you might have a police officer that despises transvestites. But then again, he has an underwear panties on and fucking garter on under his uniform. You know, so everybody should just, this open-minded business, everybody should just stay open-minded and keep it safe and keep making money and keep having fun. Absolutely, yeah. I like that answer. I like that. So speaking of prejudices, so do you find that a lot where you hit up, like maybe it's an amateur white female performer and she'll turn you down saying that she doesn't work with uh, black performers? Mm, no. Actually, actually, I did this, this girl Presley. Presley's videos up there. And I shot her. She had just turned 18. Like, it was like two weeks or something. So she was out to do her. She went to, um, she was a friend with my girlfriend at the time. And she was doing a shoot for a company that she hooked her up with. So we were to pick her up the night before. And then she wasn't. She didn't want to shoot me because her her boyfriend was letting her do porn, but he didn't want her to make sure it wasn't any black guys that she was shooting with. That part I understand, but you know she was gonna do a shoot with I don't know who it was the next day. So that night we talked and everything, and she didn't want to. But then after a while she changed her mind and she decided that you know she did. 
because she wanted to, but she didn't want to because other people didn't want her to. And then it wasn't the first, that wasn't the first time she had sex with a black dude. But that was different than the first time, I'm sure. Wow, that's interesting, man. It's sad. That's, uh, I mean, I love exploring race in the industry. I minored in Africana study, so talking about race and, and prejudices in the business is always interesting to me, and I always find it disappointing that it's still there. But, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but, uh, I mean, fortunately for you, I mean, regardless of the prejudices that are out there, I mean, you've still thrived, and you have a popular website, and you've been doing the damn thing, man. All right, right, right. Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing my thing because there ain't no prejudice over here. I, I shoot everybody. Uh, exactly. Well, I, I, I shoot all the females. Exactly. I shoot. Yeah, but no prejudice. Sounds good, everybody. man. Is there a misconception or myth about performers that you would like to dispel? Um. Um. Uh, you put somebody on blast? Let me see. Nah, not really, because I don't really know, like, too many big performers in the industry. You know what I do know? They're all good. So, yeah. Nah. Mm, nope. Nope. Can't think of none. But if I do while we're talking, I sure will bring it back up. Okay. Sounds good. So, getting away from the serious questions... Let's talk a little bit about you and sort of like how you prepare for a scene. To shave or not to shave, that is the question. And I'm talking about down there and just general manscaping when you're getting ready to do a scene. I mean, I like to switch it up. You know, sometimes I'll go all the way, shave. Sometimes I go partial. I don't know what you nail. Maybe like I have a dick cut. And that'd be a cool, oh, ah, let me not speak on that one. So, yeah, you need to have a place like that where you go get your hair trimmed up. But sometimes, you know, I switch it up. But most of the time, <clears throat> I might go all the way off in the summertime. Depends to if it's hot. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to hurry by the fucker, so I'll shave it out and it right back. All right now, so Sean Dam, the bear. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the full beard and everything. Do you find it difficult to be in a romantic relationship while working in the business? Um, nah, not at all. You know, because I, I keep the business, the business and the personal life totally separate. I don't, I don't do too much hanging out and partying with porn people or people in the industry. If, it, if it's not business, then I'm going home. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got, you know, I got me. Even, even, even I've always been like that in a relationship, out of relationship. Because I just see, I don't like to like party with people I work with. Because when I get drunk, I get a little wild. So they might not be <laughs> my friend the next day. So, you know, the Hennessy is it's a devil in that bottle. I don't know. Watch out now. Yeah, so, yeah. Don't want to party with, with too many people you got to work with. And they'll be like, just fucking shine down a noxious motherfucker when he gets done. 
So I just need to know people for that. Very true. Okay, so when you approach a woman for like a date or if you're heading to that road called a relationship, like how do you bring up what you do? Well, that's already in the beginning. Okay. That's, that's like the first thing that comes out of my mouth to anybody. So it's no it's no guessing on that, and by doing that, it gives me a lot of action too. The girls are like, they either gonna say it'll get away from me, or where can I see it? Okay, so there they can get a little preview. Right. I'm not gonna be in one. I was like, I didn't even ask you that. <laughs> like, sorry, you know where your mind is. So yeah, so you would do it, but not with the camera on. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest, and why? Um, I would say. Let me think. I don't know. I, I look in my face a lot in the mirror. I think I, I think I'm in love with my eyes. Nah, I just swear. Um, I would say probably I would say my height. Does that work? I, I would say my height. I would say my height because like so I don't realize how tall I am. And then I'm six two, but. I kind of think that's like normal, but when I'm in a room with people and I look around and nobody's in eye contact with me, I think, okay, I'm a, a lot different than I'm, I'm standing out, you know, depending on where I'm at, like, you know. Absolutely, yeah. And now the flip side of that question, in your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least and why? Um, I would say... It's fucking hair on my face. I mean, either I gotta grow a beard, like I'm getting ready now, or shave, like, every day. So I'm kind of like, ugh. Mm -hmm. So you're basically a chia I hate pet. this beard. <laughs> yeah, I hate this fucking hair. Unless I, unless I like, keep it under control. It's a lot of work. I, I like it better. At one point, one point, I just had fucking dreadlocks and fucking beard. It was on. That's when I first went to Vegas. I think I might do that again. Mm -hmm. In your personal life, do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Mm, nah. Nah, I'm just like a pretty straightforward, regular fetishes. Like, mm, nah, like feet and nah, nah, just regular shit. I just like to fucking beat the pussy up, like, until I can't no more. Okay. So you bring out some of that Sean Dam in the personal mm -hmm. life. It's never turned off. I I am Sean Dam 24-7. Oh, right now. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something what? 
something quirky, something unique about Sean Dam that most people don't know. Mm. Something unique. Uh, that people don't know. Mm. What would surprise them about Sean Dam? Uh, I used to be a teacher. Really? Yeah. Sex ed? No, let me stop. Uh, well, kind of. Close <laughs> enough. I was teaching graphic design, but... It, oh, okay, not close enough. Say, <laughs> someone will say that. It was at a, a vocational college. Oh, yeah. It was all good. Okay, that's I might have fraternized with a couple of the students. Oh, really? In uh, the school bathrooms? You know parking lot parking lot yeah under the smoking tree yeah the mall parking lot actually, oh okay to be specific describe yourself in 10 words or less focused That's it. Okay. Just focus. Simple and to the point. I like that. Right now, as we start uh, wrapping things up, I have this list of pop culture related questions that are designed to allow the listeners to get to know some of your favorites. The first question is, what are five of your most favorite TV shows? Now this can be a list of five of your current favorites or five of your all-time favorites. I just need five television shows. Dave Chappelle. Good Times, The A-Team, The Greatest American Hero, and Weeds. Sounds good. A mix of like the new school with the old school. Yeah. There's a lot more than that, but... Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Um... All time greatest. Uh, Boogie Down Productions. NWA. Um, and when I say NWA, I mean all the groups that came from NWA and individual solo, everything. Um, so that's still just two. Uh, okay. You said four? Mm-hmm. One more. Bob Marley. Good choices. What are three of your most favorite films? Ooh. So many. Uh... Up in Smoke. No, no. Next movie. Keep your time. Next movie. Um, How High. 
Um, Uh, what was another? Uh, what was that other movie? Oh, The Mac. And. What's one of the. I gotta think of those movies I can just watch back and back and back. Well, actually, Chicken Run used to be one of my favorite animations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It still is. I watched the hell out of that. What are two foods you can't live without? Um, broccoli and porterhouse steaks. Fancy. And the last question of this set, what is one of your guilty pleasures? Hennessy. It's the devil. Mm-hmm. I gotta break up with that shit. <laughs> what advice would you give to any one of the guys that are listening to this show right now that are trying to enter the industry and, and maybe are trying to do something like what you did, you know, launching their own site, their own company, producing their own content? What advice would you give them? Go to your local community college. Let your they pay for your education, get educated in graphic design, um, the video production, and um, stay clean, be honest, mm-hmm. keep your paperwork, find some girls, turn the camera on. Okay. Get the IDs, get the model releases. Make sure everybody's sober. Have a great time and make some money. All right now. Hit me up on Twitter if you got questions. And because it, when I wanted to start, nobody wanted to answer questions, but I love yeah. helping out people who are just starting out and they want to know how I got to where I'm at. I'm always, I'm always going to ask them. Listeners, hopefully all of you are taking notes because Sean Dam just spit some fantastic knowledge for you. Thanks for that, uh, Sean Dam. Great answer. Uh, no problem, bro. Good stuff, man. So where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see Sean Dam, SeanDamXXX.com in five years? Five years. SeanDamXXX.com I see me continuously shooting more content. SeanDamXXX.com I'm trying to eventually build myself up to a new scene a week. And um, doing more features towards exclusive. Once I get that back set up and going, like I said, I got a feature that I'm working on. Um, and I, I should be shooting it right about summertime. So I have it ready at the edited and boxed up and, and everything by come fall time. That's what I'm shooting for. So that's like my major product. But Five years from now, I see me doing more features. Um, keeping Sean Down by Triple X, up by shooting the good POVs and finding the new faces. Uh, take those new faces I found and then train them a little and then put them in a feature. So it'll be like everything born right here, exclusive. Okay, sounds good, man. 
What can the listeners expect from you in the near future? What can they expect from Sean Dam within the next couple of weeks, within the next couple of months? Well, like I said, this Friday, real, real near, SeanDamTripleX.com is coming up. Um, in the near future, um, say next couple of weeks, what I got coming for him. I got some scenes from the AVN that I'm going to release. Um, Peter Dora, Dora, Peter Dora, I'm so bad with names, Peter Dior. I got to see where I'm going to release. A lot of guys looking for her. Very sexy BBW. Um, that's coming up in the next week. So that's real near future. Um, outside of that, I'm catching up on getting ShinedownXXX.com up. And I don't want to speak on too much because it's not guaranteed. So I don't want to say it and it doesn't happen. But I got some good shit about to happen. Like right about the end of February, mm-hmm. beginning of March, is on. It's on. Once ShinedownXXX.com is up and launched, it's going to stay good. I got, oh, there we go. I got live shows coming up. Something I didn't mention either. I just signed a scene with Nikki Ferrari yesterday. Nice. That's like one of the biggest porn stars in Mexico. Big language barrier. Big language barrier. But she (laughs) understands dick, though. So, okay. And you've got plenty of that. that. Yeah, that worked out great. So, actually, that was a live show. We did that live on Monday. So, I don't know if anybody listening got to catch that. Very but that cool. was live, and she had like 75, 80 people in the room. Very cool, man. Sounds like some big things are coming up in the near future. Very cool. So can you fill the listeners in on exactly how they can reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social networking sites, your official website, links, and everything, all of the goodies? Okay, so start it off with Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. That's at Shondam. S-H-A-U-N-D-A-M. You can get me there. Um, the website, make sure you check this out, um, starting this Friday. Was that February 5th? Mm, February no, the 5th? 6th. February, February 6th. I have all content up on SeanDamXXX.com. That's S-H-A-U-N-D-A-M-X-X-X.com. I have an option there. You're going to get a two-day trial for only $2.99. allows you to view all content and download it. You got two days, but I want you to stay a member because I'm going to keep it keep it consistent. Um, where else could they get? check me out? I mean, from there, from the Twitter, from the website, you can find everything else. You go to the website, you got my Instagram, you got my Tumblr. Everything is right there. Okay, you, know, you got good. my book, booking, booking email, and not only am I shooting my own projects, but I'm also, if if you need Sean Down in your project, in front of or behind the camera, creative side or swinging dick, hit me up. Just, you can go through Twitter. My email's right there on the Twitter and website, everything. Fantastic. Well, Sean Dam, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters out there? Um, I'm only answering these questions so I don't get fined. 
but I'm bumch. I love the New England Patriots. Congratulations. We did it. We did it. All right, man. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview. We've been talking about this for a minute, so I'm glad we finally had the chance to do it. And certainly the door is open for more, man. Whenever you want to come back on, whenever you want to announce anything, whenever you want to come back just to chat, the door is open for some more Sean Dam on the station. Oh, uh, yeah. Can I get a shout-out? Absolutely. I'll give a shout-out to the homie Slim Pope, uh, the homie Jack Black. Uh, shout-out Motor Monster and what up? And everybody out there smoking weed. Sounds good, man. Actually, you just shouted out a bunch of group of uh, talented, talented male performers that we've had on the station before. So good stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Those, those, those are um, people I met, and they've been real cool with me. Uh, educated me a lot of stuff I didn't know, and I hope it goes both ways. Nice, man. I like the sound of that. So with that, listeners, I also want to thank you so much for tuning into One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One-on-One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychulo radio and like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppychulo radio. With that, Sean Dam and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night.